Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tipsy Sterling Podcast. I am Rudy Ruiz. It's me, Armando, a.k.a. The Big Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Kedar Foster, a filmmaker, editor, director, and now podcaster in Los Angeles. Damn. Suck it, bitches! Nice. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll take it. Podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Why didn't they build you out of metal with bolts and wires and electrodes and things like that? So in this episode, episode seven, we're going to be looking at The Lonely. Mm. Okay, so give us the details on this one, Kedar. All right, The Lonely is episode seven, season one, original series of The Twilight Zone, directed by Jack Smite, written by the man Rod Serling, featuring music again by Bernard Herrmann. And the original air date for this episode is November 13th, 1959. Do you think they're paying Bernard Herrmann like a ton of money for his work in this series so far? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And if not, this series, right? like, yeah. By the time he passed away, I'm sure he was... Just rolling I mean, in Benjamins. Yeah. I would hope. I, you, yeah. you never know. I, that's true, too. I mean, I imagine his family is wealthy just off the psycho right. shower scene alone. <laughs> you know? I mean, and he's then now considering the he sound... did the fucking Twilight Zone, yeah. too, which I didn't even know until we started this. Like, Me that's. Either. Yeah, that's got to yeah. be. But he's like helping build the foundation of the sound of the show, basically. Yeah. You know, that yeah. otherworldly, ethereal sound. That's, that's all. Oh, him. yeah. Yeah. All him. For centuries, shaman and other miracle workers have used herbs, tonics, and libations to facilitate their entry into other realities. Ladies and gentlemen, take a sip with us and enter the zone. So we're in the zone now. Welcome Here to we the go. Zone. And what are we drinking, you might ask? Well, considering that this episode takes place on an asteroid far from Earth, we thought we'd go with another IPA. This is Elysian Space Dust IPA. Yes. Nice. Yeah, great name. Very Fuck. good. One. Yeah, very great name. So let me pop this open real quick. I know you guys already got yours, but... Oh! Keep up. <laughs> all right, let me... Elysian. Got my pint right here all nice and chilled. <laughs> Not to be Keeping confused with the uh, Matt Damon movie um, <laughs> a few years ago. All right, so Space Dust, or Elysian is a brewing company out of Washington. Uh, West Coast, another West Coast IPA. This one is a pretty strong, um, I guess one would call it a double or an imperial. Mm-hmm. We're looking at 8.2% ABV. Mm-hmm. All right, and a little bit of notes on this. Um, a totally nebular IPA. Great Western <laughs> premium two-row combined with C15 and Dextry Pills. Give this beer a bright and galactic Milky Way hue. Totally That's nebular. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally Neb- nebular, 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 yeah. The hopping is pure star glow energy with mm. Chinook to bitter and late and dry additions of Citra and Amarillo. Yes. Or Amarillo. Uh, Space Dust is out of this world with 62 IBU. All right, cool. So it's ranked uh, pretty high. It's got a lot of good reviews. Let's try it out. I've had this one before, but I've never really dug into All it right. too much. Cheers. Mm. Oh, yeah, there we go. Thank you. I feel totally groovy hmm. and nebular. This is by far one of my favorite IPAs. Um, it smells a lot like orange, man. It, it's very citrusy. Mm. I don't ta- I don't taste it as much, but I get it on the nose. For right. Sure. I, I am not a big citrus fan, but this definitely has 
all the flavorings and the taste overall goodness of an IPA that I like. Yeah, it's great. I, I'd say this is one of my favorites too, yeah. without a doubt. Do you know how IPAs are made? Or at least how the original was, or how the original idea came about? I've heard and I feel like I should know this. But do you know for a fact, or are you going to spit is some Is this a thing again? Where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, <laughs> my no. fictional research. Okay. Yeah. So this, is, this is fact. Okay, so this is fact. The reason why it's called IPA India Pale Ale is when they were traveling, or when they were trying to bring it over, when they were trying to bring the beer, or like just idea or, over the ships, by the time it got across the country, or uh, across the seas, it would spoil. It would go flat It's and all that stuff. So what they did was add more hops to the barrels mm. and everything to try to keep it as fresh as, as it can. And when it arrived, it maintained its freshness, but it had that really strong, bitter, mm. hoppy taste. And we're like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. And so that's how IPAs came out to be. Like, Awesome. It's just the more the more inclusion of the hops, which made it fresher and that get, gets that hoppy taste, which is yeah. a big, I, I'm a big fan of. I, the hoppier, the better for me. Same here. Yeah. No, I've... I've I've definitely have heard that story. Mm-hmm. Hence, yeah, India Pale Ale. All right. Space dust. So here we go. Yeah, space dust. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, now let's East let's Indian go ahead and... <laughs> the Lonely. Let's go ahead and get into space. So now, again, hence the idea of the beer. This episode takes place on an asteroid, apparently. Mm. Okay, a rock miles and miles away from Earth. Witness, if you will, a dungeon made out of mountains salt flats and sand that stretch to infinity the dungeon has an inmate james a corey and this is his residence metal shack an old touring car that squats in the sun and goes nowhere where there is nowhere to go for the record let it be known that james a corey is a convicted criminal placed in solitary confinement Confinement in this case stretches as far as the eye can see because this particular dungeon is on an asteroid nine million miles from the Earth. Now witness, if you will, a man's mind and body shriveling in the sun. A man dying of loneliness. Um, So this asteroid serves as solitary confinement it's a prison it's a prison for one this whole rock is a prison for one guy in solitary mm-hmm. which is hell <laughs> so it's just this empty rocky landscape he's got his own little shack and like his little mini fridge and mm-hmm. you know he's just by himself and he's been there i think it's been a four years four at this years, point they yeah. said out of fucking like 30 or some shit yeah, um rough. Yeah, so he's got a big sentence. Um, so he's there, and he's just kind of narrating, you know, because he's by himself. He, he's lonely, and he can't wait till what was it, Abernathy, not Abernathy, um, Allenby, <laughs> Allenby or something. Captain Allenby. Uh, yeah, Allenby, Allenby. So this dude, um, Allenby, rolls through every, it was three four months. months. Three, four yeah. months? It's four it's, times it's four, a year, so four three times months. A year. Oh, yeah, sorry. So four times a year yeah. every three months. Yeah. Yeah, but they mentioned that they were traveling. They spent six months out of the 12 traveling. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, that's that's, that's insane. Yeah, why send the same three people every time? Right. Because that dude was complaining. <laughs> yeah, He's like, like oh. we spent more time just traveling over here right. to you than we do. So like, can, like those guys ships. are in the, that's their own prison. <laughs> if, if I can make a real quick note, remember, so this takes place 
pre-NASA, pre-moon launch. So everything that they're coming up here is pre-space race. So the idea of rockets... Yeah. Pre-NASA? Yeah, because the space race was all 1968. Yeah, but NASA... Was around before. Well, uh, I mean, them, I mean, right? but the idea of space exploration, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were they were basically speculating exactly. at this point. Yeah. So supposedly NASA started in 1958, okay. so a year prior. Nice. So yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Who they're knows? speculating. Um. Anyway, they're probably still going off all those like 50 sci-fi films right. that came yeah, before then. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's there and he's just explaining it's lonely. You know, he can't wait for Alan B to come back to because they drop off, you know, like supplies, food right. and whatnot. And he gives him shit to do. Like he has a car that he built. Yes. Because this dude just here, here's a bunch of parts. parts. So to kill time, this dude built this car. You keep his so, sanity. Yeah. Too, to yeah. just stay occupied because he's by himself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the three dudes land. It's Alan B and these two other fucking uh, astronaut dudes that are dicks. <laughs> like one of them. <laughs> Is such a dick. He's so rude to this dude. I didn't say I like it. I think it stinks. Well, you don't have to live here. No, but I have to come back here four times a year. That's eight months out of 12, Corey, away from Earth. Sometimes my kids don't even recognize me when I come home. But you, you've got it made here, haven't you, Corey? Yeah, this makes for simple living, doesn't it? And Corey loses his ship when he sees that rocket land. He's just like... Alan B, he's here. He's like running. He's like, oh. he's here. He like goes under the bed and pulls out his homemade fucking chest <laughs> I made set. Chess. Yeah, he's like, he's opening the fridge. He's like, yeah, I got beers. Like, he's so <laughs> fucking excited. Oh, he's guy. losing his shit. Yeah. And he runs out and he's like, oh, Alan B, like, let's, I got the card set up. Let's play cards. Like, uh, or we can do chess. I made the chess. <laughs> yeah. I have a beer. You can sit down. And he's just like, oh, sorry. Like, it's rocky on the way in. We only have like 15, 15 minute the window. window. Yeah. Um, and then we have to leave. Otherwise, we're never getting out of here. So we're just like dropping off your shit. Well, they we can get out of there, but they'd have to wait a week. Oh, yeah. They'd, ha- they'd have to wait. Yeah. yeah for the plans to come back to alignment. With yeah. Which... That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And they don't fucking want to stay there. Fuck that. No. And he's just like, oh, dude, it's fine. Like, 50, that's plenty of time. Like, let's stop talking. Let's go. Let's play a round of cards. Let's do this. And he's just like, nah, man. And the other dude's bitching at him. And again, as the other astronaut's complaining, he's like, man, we spend more time getting here and back than we do at fucking home, which yeah. is very weird because, again, it's like, well, you guys need to trade off because yeah. it's, uh, it, it sounds like you're just shifts. like you're just in your own you're in prison, too. Yeah, the guy point. was like, my kids are starting to forget what my face looks yeah, like. And I'm yeah, like, it's like, you know, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> that's on you, not worth yeah. it. <laughs> that's How much you getting paid What's the this? overtime yeah, like? Let's see you complain. Yeah, that's so, insane. So anyway, and then, you know, we start getting the reveal of he he's waiting on a, a pardon. So he and he says like he's innocent. He didn't do it. We don't know what he. I don't right. think they ever right. say. But the captain murder. also believes that he's innocent. Yeah, so they yeah. believe he's innocent yeah. of the murder. Yeah, of a murder. And there is some talk of like, yeah, you never know. This could get reversed because it's implied that this is something that's new. This idea of solitary confinement on mm-hmm. a whole other fucking planet. Yeah, because they has know to be like fucking expensive, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it has and to so, be so expensive. <laughs> and so they're they're you know mentioning and talking about like yeah, there's people that are against it. People mm-hmm. are fighting the new law. They want it changed. So That's right, Resist, you might yeah persist. you you might get a pardon and you might be brought back. We don't know, but for now you've still got twenty six or fucking You're years. You're proper fucked. Yeah, and, and they know it's like he's gonna lose his mind. Like yeah. and he's tripping. He's like, dude, like. I need to fucking leave. I can't, I can't do it. Like I'm going to die. Like I'm not going to, I can't make it. I can't spend another day being completely by myself. It's just yeah. killing me. And he's like, all right, 
And he tells you, Allenby, the captain, tells the other astronaut, he's like, yo, go get the big crate. Mm-hmm. Bring it over. Super secret. And he's like, yo, man, sorry. This is just what it is. We can't play. We got to go. There's a 50-year comes... backlog in yeah. the cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, the last time there's been a lot of pressure back home about this kind of punishment. A lot of people think it's unnecessarily cruel. And they change their minds, alter the law, imprison you on Earth like the old days. But who knows what the next couple of years may bring? And he's like, "Fuck, sorry, bud. You gotta stay. We're 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 trying. Here's something. I'm gonna leave this crate here for you. The guys, the the other dudes, don't know that I brought it. They don't know what's in it." So just wait for us to leave, and then you can open it it up. Is it full of Elysian? It better be. (laughs) Makes those 50 years go by real (laughs) smooth. (laughs) Real smooth. He's going to drink himself. Space Jail, brought to you by Elysian Space. So what happens? So the the astronauts leave, and he's just like, man, fuck this. I don't want your fucking crate, dude. Mm -hmm. He does say, though, he doesn't care about what's in the crate but he appreciates the gesture you know because it seems like uh captain allenby's the only person who believes his in his innocence everyone else seems to treat him as if he is guilty of the murder so i mean and we as an audience don't know if he's guilty or not mm-hmm. either either so that's a thing they leave and they're like climbing up to the ship this is allenby and the mm-hmm. uh the other the dickhead other astronaut <laughs> guy He's literally so, just a dickhead, yeah. Yeah, that dude sucks. Um, I mean, this guy is so. Well, this guy's he's, he's also away from his family. Enough. So well, he you know. he should have got a different job. <laughs> like I said, it's like there's a choice I, in the I future. Feel, I feel like you're, yeah. You put you put yourself in a prison the by pay, doing this the fucking job. Yeah, do something different. But um, so they're leaving, and the dude asks Allenby. He's like, "Yo, what's in that big crate?" Right. And Allenby responds, "Not quite sure, really." Maybe it's just an illusion. Maybe it's salvation. Let's go. And then he puts on his silver-painted old-style football helmet. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then ties it under his chin. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the props are so low-grade. Like, yeah, let's yeah. just spray-paint these old footy helmets. Yeah, <laughs> and this asteroid has oxygen. We don't yeah, know I love it. Yet. It's fine. <laughs> so, it's not hurling through space. It looks like the, yeah. the desert. It's fine. It's, it's Death Valley. Work with us, people. <laughs> so, um, anyway, they leave. Corey opens up the crate. Opens it up. Zooms into him. Boom. That... Commercial break. Oh, I, I so think, right? good at <laughs> act breaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, think, shout out to the screenwriters. Maybe yeah, I'm making there. that up no, in my mind. Is. So it comes back, and then we see that there's a woman in there. Mm-hmm. It's a robot. He's reading the little instruction manual. It's a, it's a robot woman. It it's can, a robot. It a robot. Yeah, as I said, the robot. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's weird. a, it's a female android. Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. That can think. She can feel. She looks human. She's gonna learn. She's gonna grow. She's. It's his companion. It's it's his. <laughs> now he's not alone. So she wakes up. She's like robotic and like I'm Alicia. And what is yeah, your blah, name? Blah, blah. Yeah, what's I'm your name? Alicia. What is your name? And he's all angry. He just like I don't fucking need this. This mm-hmm. is some bullshit. You're not real. Blah blah blah. It's like, a mockery. Yeah, it's a mockery. Like I see you mock me. Like he's just coming down on her. Corey. You mock me, you know that? When you look at me, when you talk to me, I'm being mocked. I'm sorry. You hurt me, Corey. 
hurt you. How can I hurt you? This isn't real flesh. There aren't any nerves under there. There aren't any muscles or tendons. He's getting so angry. It's it's fucking bullshit. He just wants to go home. And he's just coming, like, chewing her out. Like, taking all his anger out on her. I get it. Yeah. And then she starts tearing up. Because, and it says in the mat, like, she feels. She, yeah. She'll grow. She'll learn. <clears throat> she so this is, and, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So she starts tearing up. And he's like, oh, fuck. And, he, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean that, whatever. And she's like, like, something along the lines of, like, you hurt me. Like, right. I, I feel that. Like, it's I feel. It's the power of a woman's tears. Yeah. <laughs> he's, no, and she explains that. She's like, you know, that, what you're saying hurts me. Like, I can also feel loneliness. I'm right there. So he feels very bad now. And he takes her in. And now, you know, like, months have gone by. A lot of time. Um... I found it interesting because I feel like in a lot of 50 sci-fi people are so excited for advanced technology that when they meet a robot, they are completely okay with it right away and they accept the robot and it's totally fine and they're like, yay, I'm in the future, it's great. And in this case, he like outwardly rejects it as a mockery of you know his lonely existence and I found that really compelling as opposed to just going cool i got a robot girlfriend now awesome like let's fuck like that's exactly not like, that at all like come on we left you a woman here for a reason like <laughs> yeah. come on it was also the 50s you know they couldn't really that's right it's, too it much is, into it it is but i did find that interesting that he rejected it outright yeah i thought he'd be excited right off the bat mm-hmm. you know and there's that part where he compares her to the car he's like you're just like this mm-hmm. this heap you're just the fucking right. but piece the car of doesn't with mock arms. me yeah but the car doesn't mock me when i see you you mock me and yeah, yeah. that's when that you're a reminder that i'm lonely and that's yeah. when she says like i that's i feel lonely shit, too you're you're hurting me that's heavy so anyway they're there man they're chilling they're you know they're getting along Corey and alicia mm-hmm. um so she, she uh, fully makes him she... into a robosexual. <laughs> she, she's, she learns. She feels. Um, she loves. She loves. She points out constellations. Yeah, no, they're all like, yeah, they're. It's cut, like cuddling. Eternal Sunshine when they're on yeah. the ice, like pointing at yeah, Betelgeuse. They're they're cuddling <laughs> the constellations. And you know, at that point when they're seeing the constellations and everything, they see like, oh, that's a ship. Alan B must coming back. Cool, he's mm-hmm. gonna be landing tomorrow and. She's and this is where you get a sense of like how close they are. She's like, oh, we should go back go inside back. then and get ready for tomorrow morning. And he's like, no, I just want to stay here with yeah. you. They and have it's, really it's, good it's, eyesight, by the way. They can see that rocket ship a day <laughs> yeah, away yeah. in outer space. They have really good eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, no, I just want to stay here and cuddle with you under the stars. Mm. You know, and so Robo-sexual. the next day happens. The ship lands. They roll through. They're like, yo, Corey. Fucking the pardon, the pardon happened. It got reversed. We're taking you home. Yeah. So we we can spare 15 more pounds of shit. Grab whatever you want. That way is 15 pounds oh, or less. Including, yeah, not yeah, including your seven-ton yeah. robot girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a rush. There's a reason why that they're yeah. rushing because they landed and they only have like that 10-minute window because like, and there's a reason why they're running. They're like, hey, mm. we only have this amount of time. That 10 right. minutes to get back because... This is the last time we're coming back off this right. asteroid because we're coming, we're running into a, a bunch of like yeah, there was a storm coming or something. 
And this is the last thing. We're picking up everyone yeah. because they all have pardons. And you, and then now we got to go. Yeah. And like, they stripped okay. the ship. They stripped they everything stripped out of the ship. They stripped the ship and said, okay, yeah. yeah. And then we only have 15 pounds left. He's like, well, I don't have 15 pounds. All I have is my shirt, pencil, and my mm-hmm. everything I got in my back. Yeah. He's like, let me go get Alicia. Like, um, and they're like, you don't understand. 15 pounds. Like, <laughs> well, the dude, the dude forgot. Uh, like, everyone's like, what the fuck's he talking about? And he's like, oh, shit. Allen B is like, right. oh, shit. Right. He's like, I about forgot about the robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you saying it. Woo! And the dudes are like, what? And he's like, the big yeah, crate. It was a, it was a, a robot. It was a robot. <laughs> yeah, it was a woman for him. And they're just like, fuck. And he's like, no, like, I can't leave her. Like, she's mm. uh Like, now he's going, he's like, she's us. Like, we can't. She has to go. Like yeah. this, he's I fully can't, emotionally yeah. invested in yeah. this little bit. He's like, yeah, he's like, you can't leave this girl. Not to mention, like, she feels lonely. Yeah. Like, she's gonna be in. Yep. Like, they can't leave her. Everyone's looking at her. Like, so she's coming looking out. At her, I think like, he said. Crazy too. I think he said at one point, it's it's murder. Yeah, it's murder. Them, it's murder. Leave her, leave her there. Yeah. Yeah. To leave a robot. Yeah. Yeah. He's serious. like, you've got to take more shit off the ship. Like, yeah. we've got to fucking go. And he's just like, fuck. And she's there, like, oh, what's happening or whatever. And then Alan B just shoots her in the face. Just out of nowhere, just oh! bam, yeah. <laughs> like, out of the blue, dude, just blows her fucking head off. And then Corey's just, like, stunned. He's dumbfounded looking down. And they do that pan from her right. legs Right, they her kept head. doing this weird shot where they would start her legs just yeah. lifeless. Yeah, and, and then go up. pan up. Yeah, and I then so her, her face is, like, blown off. Yeah, it looks I kind of that. It reminded me of, it, it honestly reminded me of Westworld when his face comes off, and it's just, like, the mm. under, or it looked very similar. It reminded me of the fembots from the Bionic Woman. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. There was <laughs> fembots from Austin Powers. Oh, that's, it came, yeah, it came from that. It came, I think it all just came from Westworld, but, you know, as a yeah. young gay boy running home <laughs> after church to watch the Bionic Woman, Ah, uh, the Fembot episodes were my favorites because you know they yeah. would just remove their face and it'd be all this circuitry underneath. It's like '70s weirdness, and it was just so cool. I really love that shit. And then to see it in this, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like I felt awful that he just pulled out his blaster and shot her in the yeah. face without any remorse, even though yeah. he knew she was a, a feeling. But she's a she is a like a learning unit who like had emotions and, she and feels felt pain. things. It wasn't like she was just. Rosie the robot, like she was a, she was like a Westworld bot, basically. Yeah. yeah. I bet we can get real deep into this. About, let's do it. Let's get the, into the, it. Yeah. The, the philosophy of. Let's that. get into right, real well, dolls. Yeah, and let's, and let's, let's, <laughs> shit. And let's, all right, so let's wrap this up. So they blow away. Corey's it's a just. robot yeah, rabbit hole. Corey's dumbfounded. We see the, the Westworld bionic woman fembot like face blown yeah. off. Yeah. And she just like, Corey, 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 like it's skipping. And I like that they add that because to me that's like a reminder of like, all right, she is a fucking machine. And I don't, man, Corey says like some kind of line and just, I don't know. So it it comes. It's uh, she's something about her not being real. It's good to be reminded of that or something. Or or yeah, I or I I need to be reminded. Yeah, she represented my loneliness. It was good to be reminded of it or something. Which I still felt it was like, oh yeah, okay, Corey. Time to go home. It's all behind you now, Corey. It's all behind you. It's like a bad dream, nightmare. When you wake up, you'll be back on Earth. You'll be home. That's right. All you're leaving behind is loneliness. 
must remember that. It still felt like it was completely fucked up because then they went back to that shot of her lifeless legs there. Yeah, and yeah, then I remember back that. Up to her face, and it just, it just felt so wrong, you know. I don't know. In my mind, I still heard her going, Corey, 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 even though she wasn't at the last shot of her. I still, right. in my head, was hearing her, Corey, 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 you know, like she was still active. It was just completely fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. it's another bummer episode. Um, yeah. I, no, go ahead. It's it's not a bummer episode, though. It's, oh. The tragedy is not with the robot. It's with Corey. Interesting. True, true. Interesting, okay. That's true. Explain, explain, explain. Okay, because... Okay. <laughs> I have to, I Take have, another sip. Yes, of, of this uh, Elysian space. Up. By the way, that movie was Elysium, not Elysian. I apologize. <laughs> so, the tragedy is with Corey because he he's been given no what he's been given what he hasn't had, and now it's taken away from him. So here he is fighting loneliness on this prison. And then, just for the sake of whatever kindliness from the powers that be, he says, you know, we're going to give you this woman robot who learns and artificial intelligence and knows pain and feelings and all that kind of stuff. Then he falls in love with it, which is the, his first mistake. Uh, just being together with it. Oh, I mean, I mean, you're going to spend all that time with it. Of course, you're, it's going to happen. But then... Um, they come to tell him, you know, like, hey, so we're, we got to go, like... Let's let's go. But what about the robot? Like no 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 no. Like sorry, we gotta go. And that and that's why he, I I'm okay with him just blindly shooting the robot because it's a machine. It's it's this. I don't I don't care if it feels or if it has learned or anything. It's still it's not a. It doesn't have a soul. It doesn't matter. It it's a machine. It has it's a system of electrical and metal parts put together for a purpose to serve the human, which has more of value so i can see killing him and so that's where the tragedy is it's him like oh yeah this just fulfilled it's filled fill, it's yeah. fi- it's filled with purpose it has filled with purpose and now i have to go back home and fill whatever voids in my life again i'm gonna push back on that a little bit <laughs> push, push push i just feel like if it was just a Will Robinson robot that a street a st- <laughs> if the guy from the previous episode <laughs> was just selling a Robbie the ro- robot like if it was that kind of robot I would totally understand and that's totally fine but the fact that it was like a learning unit that it had emotions and it learned and it felt and experienced pain and companionship and joy that to me I mean it's really kind of the age-old future question of you know what constitutes having a soul you know is it just because you're born naturally does that mean that you have a soul and something that is artificially made but still learns and feels things does it mean it does not have a soul i mean this is this is convoluted and we can get into like a giant rabbit hole but in this particular instance i felt that because alicia had emotions and learned and felt things and had experiences i feel like the tragedy is with her and not with Corey, because Corey gets to go back to his life on earth you know and get pardoned and get all the benefits of integrating back into society 
and Alicia's denied that she doesn't get to do that she was made and she awoken on this godforsaken asteroid somewhere and that's all she's known and she doesn't get the chance to meet people and learn more and evolve and become her own sentient unit you know what i mean it's kind of like that movie her with the software and you know it was made for one purpose uh -huh. and then they started evolving and doing their own thing like that's i feel like that's when you make an artificial life form with the capability of evolving and learning you owe that life form the chance to continue learning and evolving and becoming their own entity and not just being a slave to you for the purpose that you made them for i I would I would disagree with that. I I would disagree with that because you say to give it a chance, but it's like, well, that is its chance. Like I I don't it I don't want to give it a chance. I only want it to serve its only one true purpose, which is at that point was to help uh Corey with his loneliness, just to be that partner, to be that companion. And once it's time with to go off then it's like okay well my per my service is done take out like so i guess in a way think about it in a way where what what would change if it wasn't an artificial learning machine would it still have that same kind of value would it still have that <laughs> of course not but the whole point is that it is a learning machine and it does have feelings and it does so, evolve and it does learn so for me, this sounds like slavery. What you're saying is that it is bred for a purpose. It does that purpose and then it's worthless where I'm saying it has the c capacity to learn and grow and evolve and feel then it needs to be let out into the world to do those things. And maybe this is just my, my belief coming out, but like that's allowing the technology to rule over its creator though. When you stop and think about it, which can create some sort of like, because if with that kind of power, it can get kind of dangerous to say, oh, well, I've learned. And now you, 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 my, uh, you, my creator ha are deemed worthless to me. Now I'm going to get rid of you. I mean, we, we never okay. see it get to that point, but it can get to that point. And that's, that's my ultimate fear of. I guess AI and and that's why I believe so strongly and then that's why I felt so cold against that's fine kill the machine <laughs> that's fine like kill it like uh, it, I I felt no remorse or anything I was about like let's I... go no 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 now it I do have other suggestions of how the story could have gone but I mean we can get into that let later, me address but... that first let me address that first okay, okay. I understand where you're coming from okay. and I I agree with you if this was a piece of software or if this was how 9000 from 2001 mm -hmm. where it's a software existing inside of a computer and it you know decides to rebel or as we learned in the sequel that it was just confused but i get that that's fine but when you actually create it to be an autonomous piece of machinery that walks around and interacts with people i think the the parameters are different than if it's just a piece of software that's in a cloud. I think if it's an actual sentient being that's walking the planet and interacting and experiencing and learning, I think the parameters are different and it has to be able to continue to grow and evolve as opposed to a software that's just in your phone like her or on a ship like 2001 where 
yeah, this shit's acting up and shit's getting creepy. Shut it down. Mm. Like, that's a different. I think it's two different situations. You know, and you brought up the idea of it doesn't have a soul yet. It still learns. It does all. It's it's AI. It's intelligence. Uh-huh. It, it figures things out. So, and it fulfilled its purpose, which I, I get. Yeah, that's what it was there for. It did its thing. Now, if it was a human being, whose purpose, whose job, specific job, was to take, be a companion to this lonely uh-huh. guy. A human being that can learn, that can <laughs> grow, that can blah blah blah. But that's his job. That's its purpose. Uh-huh. Do you feel the same way? Should they have just blown her fucking head off? No, no. Now, why? Why? So why is it different though? Just because it's human it, now? Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's exactly why. Plain, it's black and white because it's human. And but what's the difference? There, because there's it has your, a soul. There's your core. No, no, no. It's it's not. I'm not. I'm. As religious as I am, I'm not talking about. We don't souls. even know if humans have souls. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I'm yeah. not soul is a theory, right? I'm not talking. I'm not talking about souls or anything. I'm just talking okay. about plane versus. This is human versus machine. This is you know, like I. I don't but, know how to. You know, like, she had flesh too, though. She had flesh. She, she had, had flesh, flesh covering too. covering metal and machinery. And, 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 and are our we, bodies are, are we nothing? Machines and yeah. computers too. Yeah. Our brain is a computer, <laughs> yeah. a circulatory system. Yeah. Like it's all automated. So are, are we, we are meat machines. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was gonna say, really? like, are we not really kind of the same thing? Right. Thing. We're flesh over a fucking skeleton right. full uh-huh. of wires. We're and... built in a lab. It's just our mother's lab and not okay. an actual then, lab. And I would say because we have the control, <laughs> that's what makes it more va- like less less va- the val- the control of creation. Because we can create, we can create other humans, but we can also create machinery to serve purposes. I saw the Matrix, and they were those machines were creating too. Exactly. And that's, <laughs> and that's and that's that's where if we're not careful, mm-hmm. that that can have having having sympathy for a machine like that can lead to that. And 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 and, and, and as far spread as that is, that's 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 where I am. It's that I don't want. As, as stupid as it may sound, you know, like the Matrix and the robots taking over like that, like... You're afraid of a singularity. I, I don't want to yeah. even allow the, pop, <laughs> the, the chance, the 1%, the even point zero 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 one percent chance of a singularity like that. Don't sadly, you sadly bit, you're not in control of that. Right, that shit's that's already happening. egoistic, too, that, like, humans have to be the only sentient, like life on the planet i mean i mean we're not because plant we're not life because, is sentient, because animals yes, are sentient yes. but but when when we have the choice to create another like life form and in, in, in a way i think that's the that's a fool's dream right there right but i think part of the impetus in creating <laughs> part of the impetus in creating another life form is that we can learn and experience and grow through that life forms experiences as well which just enriches who we are so but i'm thinking of it not as a like sort of practical exercise of giving him a sex bot but i'm thinking we can learn so much more about the world and about ourselves by experiencing the world through the creations that we make okay so then so then let me let me get it let me get it from this point of view so 
at times people wonder why like okay so whether whether we're we're like we have faith or not so let's let's put this on the table so some people ask well if there really is a god why is there so much pain and blah 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 and sadness and why are people kids dying and all, all that all that nonsense right so in a way you can think about it as god is the creator and we are his machines and at times he's so cold to like well that's done can't do that kid oh they're they're starting you know, cancer you know, that kid yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, starvation starvation over here oh right? my god cancer that kid t-shirts coming soon at the early web store <laughs> So he has that power. Okay? So now imagine us having that ima- having imagine us having that same power though. So we are the creators of of that and with artificial intelligence it it follows that same rules and that that's where I think you're putting the human element of compassion onto something that's material of okay. something that we 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 created. And that, that's why I think you find it as, um, as much, as much as a tragedy as you, as you find it, because you're putting that compassion onto something that we, we created as a race. Like, oh, we created this machine to serve his loneliness, who can feel pain, who can feel hunger, who has, who can learn and all that. And now we're taking it away and with a, a just a bullet shot to the head. Uh, to bring it back to the episode, I'm going to say we actually don't know. We don't know anything about this robot on Earth. We only know that the captain brought the robot to the asteroid to ease the loneliness of yes. Corey. Yeah, yeah. So I would say back on Earth in the manufacturing of this robot. Why would they give it the capability of feeling anything and experiencing things and learning if they didn't want to learn from its learning? The whole point of its existence, it seems, is to learn and evolve. Because they could have gave him a less sentient robot to Mm -hmm, cure mm -hmm, his loneliness. mm -hmm. But they gave him specifically a robot that learned and evolved. In, in a sense, it was a robot that learned from him. So robot, he made it robot. a robot, <laughs> a robot, a robot that that learned from him. So whatever he put into it, that that's what it was going to learn. So think about it. So he's teaching it the constellations. Mm-hmm. He's teaching it. What else in that episode does he teach it? How, how to, to play, play chess. chess. How to play chess. How to drink okay. beer. How to drink uh, Elysian Space Dust IPA. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Okay. So, so there, there, you're you're kind of putting a blockade on on what you just said. Yeah, it's it's meant to create. It, it was created to learn more about, but it, it there's this restriction of what it can learn because of how much Corey knows and what he Only has there. Only in this particular situation. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say there's probably more robots in that line. Like she probably correct, they didn't correct. spend the money right, to make right, a right. one of a so kind in, robot for him. In that he's a murderer <laughs> on an <Yeah>. asteroid. <laughs> it probably was more robots and not just to be sent to an asteroid. In, in that say. in that case, then we are straying away from this specific case. 
But it, okay. this so, is, this was some good deep the, talk. Though. No, it was. <laughs> so I I will say this, and it's funny because Corey even says at one point when he's talking to her, when she tells him, "Yeah, I feel pain, I feel loneliness," and he he's like, "Why would they do that? Like, why would they make you able to feel those things? That's harsh. That's fucking mm. not." Something along those lines, but I remember he calls it out. He's like, "That's fuck. That's fucked up. Like, why would they do that to you?" And we also got to keep in mind that they all thought he was gonna be on this fucking rock for fifty years. They thought he was gonna die here, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what they're they're sending her prepared for that. Now, I think it is more of a tragedy for Corey because he went through this back and forth of being lonely, mm-hmm. getting this companion, being against her, like you mock me, blah blah blah, this and that. But then coming to the way I interpret her, interpret it, love her, you know, whether it's um, as a friend, whether it's as a friend or as a lover, it really doesn't matter in this case, to love her just period. And then to have her taken away again so that he can get home. And then again, have to remind himself like, yeah, I wanted to get out of here. That was the goal. You know, that was the goal. But I do also think that it is a tragedy for her too to come into existence to learn to befriend this person, to learn love and cuddling under the stars and all that shit, See, just to have it taken away. Yeah. yeah, but I will say I'm I'm at least happy. As much as it sucks, I'm glad that he fucking killed her because <laughs> and I'll t- I'll, after, stop, after stop, all of that, stop, who stop. am I podcasting with? I <laughs> know I'm I'm glad I'm glad he killed her because either way, someone was fucking getting left behind, Ooh, and I remember because I thought I. I saw this episode before when I was a lot younger, and I remembered it wrong because I thought it ended where they just fucking left her. Oh. And so I was actually surprised watching it again as an adult now, mm-hmm. after having, not having seen it in years. And maybe it's because I was so afraid of that irony that I mm-hmm. created that ending myself. But I, when he shot her, I was like, oh, that's how this fucking goes? Like, mm-hmm. he's just going to kill her? And, then, and also to do it quick. There's no right. thinking about it. There's no, to like... He put her out of its misery. It yeah. could have been a worse situation. Yeah, it sucks, but better to just be fucking mercy killed. Mercy killed, and like that's that. And like, yo, it's a machine. We're here to get you. Grab your fucking book and your pencil, and let's, let's get the hell out of here yeah. before we all get stuck. Your book and your you know pencil. what I mean? Um, <laughs> for the record, I don't think it sucks. I know I, I, it's 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 a bummer, but better that than them leaving her there because i again i thought it was going to end where he's like and he does say and in, yeah and okay. he leaves her i like I, imagine how we heard your side how how <laughs> how sad and uncomfortable like i guess you wouldn't be mondo i would not i would I, not be i would be very sad and uncomfortable if it ended where like the ship leaves and you just see her in the fucking shed oh by herself gosh, like that would have yeah that would have hurt me so crying. much that would have killed me what what would have hurt me, me and this is the way i thought it was going to end this is this is i what I, if he I, stays I, with her i i thought he's like hey we got 15 minutes you just got your pardon and i'm thinking oh this is going to go to the twilight zone shit you know the irony aspect where he's like well in that case go like leave me here like and let her go uh, let me no no Oh, let them the, the go. two let of them stay. stay together let me stay right. and they would just age together uh, well i mean he'll run out of He'll run out of stuff eventually because they're not coming back. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, oh, I said, I and and I was kind of like pulling for him, like, please make the right decision, like, please, like, go with them, like, drop this fucking robot, go. And in my mind, I'm thinking, no, he's gonna stay, he's gonna fucking stay, like, please, no. And then as they're running to the robot, I'm like, okay, 
something's gonna happen here. But that that's where I thought it was gonna. That's where I thought it was gonna end. Where they're like, "Hey, come, you got your pardon. Like, let's get you back on Earth. You only have we only have fifteen pounds of you know things extra. or extra that we can spare." Like, well, bye. Like, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I stay am. with Leisha. That would have hurt me more than than what I than what I saw. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to get back to reality. Does it hold up? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good episode. I mean, you know, I'd say based on, I, I didn't really have many thoughts on that, but based on the conversation and the debate that just happened about artificial intelligence and learning and evolving versus human nature or whatever the fuck I'd say it, <laughs> it does. It does hold up clearly Yeah, because that we, we wouldn't have yeah, and we, and about it. Yeah. Right, and we, right. we could have, and man, we could have gone down. Like you mentioned, we could have gone down a whole rabbit oh, hole with whole this rabbit and, hole. And, and trust me, like I've been real dolls, man. I'll tell you what I, <laughs> I, I've just been, yeah. in real AI, like this yeah. shit is on the brink yeah. and not only that, but man, I've been watching Westworld season one. <laughs> and it's, it's all about this stuff. And blade runner 2049 I came out recently. So and then there's the original blade runner yeah. and that, that whole idea of like, well, if you can't tell if it's that, if you can't tell whether it's human or not, it does it really it matter? Does it matter? Yeah. Exactly. And this is, yeah. So I'd say, and I feel like we all agree, right? It does hold it up because it, it does. does. Yeah. I saw a documentary about people owning these real dolls. And normally the stuff I saw about real dolls was making fun of people who bought them. But this documentary I saw was actually about these people having actual emotional connections to these real dolls and dressing them every day and wiping them down yeah, every day and weird. washing them and treating them as if they were a partner. And I was just like, people have a great capacity to engage with, you know, and imbue their emotions and empathies on artificial life forms. It's just, that's how we relate. We're tribal. That's how we relate. We, right. we have to mimic. So for me, yeah, that worked out for me. All right, I think yeah. I think yeah. we went at it enough for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Episode seven's a fucking scorcher. Tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It, it held up, but not in the way we all expected. Yeah, <laughs> that also, we went a weird direction with I it. I really wanted to point out that I think this is the first like pointedly science fiction episode we've had of the Twilight Zone so far. The other ones yeah, have been like so. fantasy and sort of oddity, and this one's like mm-hmm. the first pointedly science fiction with rocket yeah, ships taking and place robots. in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's going to continue, and that was kind of a nice, a nice little way to break up the season so far. I want to point out. I would like to point out that at this point, they probably shot on location somewhere out in the desert yeah it was death valley like, i was they, looking it up oh earlier oh my gosh death valley yeah. so they they took a crew out there and said hey so i if I, if it were me i would said hey we're only going to shoot this in a day like maybe a day to, to set up prop props and you know the the house and the car and all that let's just shoot it and get out of here because who wants to be shooting out in death valley for over a day or at least Oh, I bet you have the information coming up right here. How long was the shooting? 
I, I don't know the days. Oh. It was probably more than one day. Oh my god! Even though gosh. it seems like it'd be short, but yeah. it's funny because I was looking this up earlier when we were talking about it. So this is IMDb trivia. This is where I'm getting the okay. info. So if it's nice. wrong, IMDb. It's from the Internet Bible. But yeah, <laughs> apparently this is the first of many Twilight Zone episodes. Um, there's a, there's a lot to be filmed on location in Death Valley. Mm. Unprepared for the terrible conditions they would face, the crew suffered extreme dehydration <laughs> and heat exhaustion, and director of photography George Clemens even collapsed falling from a camera crane Whoa. while, while filming continued. Yep. So anyway, yeah, that's that. Um, that's crazy. So yeah, that's episode seven, The Lonely. The Lonely. I'm Rudy Ruiz. And we have guests Armando, aka Big Baby, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm Kedar Foster, <laughs> and we are Tipsy Serling. Yes, and keep your robot companions, your robot companions, away from Armando because he will heartlessly shoot them in the fucking head without I remorse. I will. Without remorse. All right. Well, I'm sick of being mocked by the memory of women, and that's all you are. A reminder to me that I'm so lonely, I'm about to lose my mind. Thanks for listening to the Tipsy Serling Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Tipsy Serling. You can find us on Instagram, Tipsy Serling underscore podcast. Or you can send us an email at thetspod at gmail.com.